0: So we're holding by Parak Yid Ches, where at Pasuk, hey, the learning tonight should be as for Yilunish Masr Rebechiah Ben Asher, and Yecheskel Shragab and Avram Yehuda, as well as askos for Fu Shlema for Moshe ben Miriam, Yosef ben Achim and Chava, and Yomtev ben Zlatamasha. So we saw previously that David is instructing his army before they go out to battle. He divided them up into three battalions, one under Yoyov, one under Avishai, one under Etai. And the people uh, convinced David to stay behind. Now, David gives out one last piece of instruction to the army, which is controversial as we'll see. So the king commanded as Yoya he commanded each of the commanders of the battalions. Lamar saying, Please, for my sake, act kindly, act gently with the Boy of Shalim, the Shamu, and everyone heard when the king commanded the officers concerning Avshalim. Of so David tells the people that he wants tells the people, he tells the officers, and he tells the commanders that he wants Avshalim uh, unharmed, he wants of Sholem, uh, kept alive. Even if he's captured, he should be kept alive, and everyone hears these instructions being given. So the Radak says that David was telling the officers that despite everything Avshalom had done, and despite the intent of Avshalom to kill David, according to the Radak, David did not want him harmed. He's saying even though he did me harm, but I have the rachmanes that a father has for a son, and so therefore. I do not want him harmed. The Rabbach says that means that you should hide him for my sake. In other words, that David wanted them to capture Avsholim, but to take him away to a safe place where he would be speared any sort of punishment for his act, for his role in the rebellion, because David was convinced that Avshalom's rebellion was a punishment that he, uh, for what he had done to Bathsheba and Uriah and that Avshalom was merely Hashem's weapon, Hashem's tool to punish David. If so, Avshalom was not entirely at fault for what he had done and for that reason David wanted his life speared. So if you understand it this way, David was telling them, spear Avshalom because that will be a chuva shlema for me, showing that I'm taking full responsibility for my actions. I'm not punishing the person who's punishing me, who is being Hashem Shliach to punish me, I take full responsibility for my actions. The Marikara says that David made sure that not only did he instruct his generals privately, but he instructed them in front of the entire army, because David couldn't be sure who exactly would encounter Avsholem on the battlefield, could be any given soldier, and so therefore he wanted everyone to know that he wanted Avsholem unharmed, and he wanted Avsholem kept alive, and we'll see that that actually almost saves Avsholem's life, we'll see that it is one random soldier who stumbles upon Avsholem, it's not one of the commanders. The Darish Maisha explains and contrast David's opinion of Avshalom, which we see here, to Yo'yav's opinion of Avshalom, which we'll see that Yo'yav does not, Yo'yav disobeys the king and has Avshalom killed. And he explains that David's opinion of Avshalom was based on Hanifa, was based on Avshalom uh, uh, flattering David and tricking David into thinking that he was holier and he was a bigger tzaddik than he was. Yayev saw through the act and Yoyev realized who he was, that he was rotten at the core. And so therefore David attributes of Shalom's actions to nar. he calls him Anar. He's saying just like Anar, he's rebelling against me but he's not, just like nar isn't punished. He's too young to be punished. He's not fully responsible for his actions. So too, Avshalom is not fully responsible for his actions. David felt that there was really good in him and that therefore he wanted Avshalom spear. However, Yo'yav saw through that there was really Rishos in Shalem and for that reason, he said that he felt, and we'll see that he puts he has killed and even if Avsholim is only the tool of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, but Yo'yav uh, uses the logic of Megalin Chayiv Ayyidechayiv that God uses bad people to bring about bad things in this world and so therefore Shalem was really a bad person and deserving of death, responsible for his actions, responsible for being a morid B'malchus and deserving of death. The Dansifron points out the Pasuk here does not call David by name, it just says Melech, referring to the fact that David here is not requesting this as solely a father having Rachmanas for a son, but rather in David's role as the Melech, David felt that sparing Avshalom's life as the Melech was the correct and proper thing to do. The Nevi'im takes it a step further. Nevi'im says that David felt that if Avshalom would die, Uh, as as a result of the rebellion, there would be some teviyah, there would be some responsibility and guilt given over to David, just like we saw by the killing of the kaihanim and Noiv, that there was some aspect of responsibility for David, even though David did not obviously kill them, but because David ran there and Doig saw him and Doig had uh, t- tells Shal who has the entire city wiped out, there was some minor aspect of responsibility attributed to David. Also the fact that Dayek himself lost his Olam Haba, he died young, Shal and his children died. So therefore David wanted to avoid any sort of responsibility for Avshalom's death. He felt that perhaps if Avshalom was treated with rachmanas, Avshalom could be brought around to do tshuva, so David wanted to avoid his death, to avoid any, to any responsibility for the death. So, so the David's army went out to the field towards the army of Klai meaning Avsholim's army was encamped. They did not advance. They were uh, intimidated by David's army. So David's army advances towards Avsholim's army. And the battle took place in the forest of Ephraim. Now they were on Aver Yardein. They were on the eastern side of the Yardein. How could that be Yar Ephraim? How could that be the forest of Ephraim if, if uh, that couldn't be Ephraim's chilek? The other side of the Yardin was Reuven Garen Chatsi Sheva and not Ephraim. So Rashi explains that it was called Yar Ephraim because the neighboring people of Sheva Ephraim would cross the Yardin and let their animals graze in that area, in that forest. And he bases it on the fact that Yeshua made it tonight when he allocated the land to Klai Yisrael, that each Shevet would allow the flocks of other Shvatim to graze in the forest, that the forest would be open to anyone. And so for that reason, since Ephraim utilized it, even though it was in the chilek of another Shevet, it was referred to as Yarephraim. Ephraim. Pasek zayin vayinagfu am ifnei avdei david. So the people of Klai Yisrael, of Sholem's army was defeated by the servants of David, there was a very high casualty count on that day. 20,000 people died. The Redak says, why was there such a large death toll? Because that was punishment for the supporting that they, that, the, that those people had against the rebellion of David, who was the Mashiach Hashem. So as a punishment for supporting Avsholom in the rebellion, there was a heavy death toll uh, that took place in the army, in Avsholom's army.